0: fuck is going on here <laughs> why is every match got 15
1: people in it what the fuck this is my favorite segment we've <laughs> ever done
2: My name is Sean O'Connor, and
3: this is the botched pile driver podcast from the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast group. We're trying something new starting this week. We're gonna have two shows. We're gonna have a wrestling podcast, strictly wrestling, and then we will also have a sports podcast that will also come out, which will cover, you know, baseball, football, the tour championship, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're here right now, let me introduce you to my co host. First, we have everyone's favorite uncle, America's favorite uncle.
1: America's uncle. It's not, Joey not John anymore. Stamos.
0: Not John oh, yeah. Stamos. That's right. It's Uncle Johnny, John O'Connor. Thank you very much, guys. And John Stamos just a shade less better looking than me. That's it. Just a shade. I, I don't
3: don't sell yourself short. Okay. Thank
0: you. Man. Thank you. Man.
3: Don't yeah. sell short.
0: And of course, the
3: balding wonder <laughs> shampoos <laughs> his head, even though he has
0: no hair. She mm. still doesn't understand this. Johnny Graham! Johnny
1: Let me just Boy. point this out, okay? Let me just point <laughs> this out. I buy... It's a three-in-one, okay? It's got a body wash, a conditioner, and a shampoo.
3: People you can use
1: it off. anywhere. What?
3: People already turned off the podcast.
1: Oh, great. Well, <laughs> this was just an experiment anyway. What uh, are we brought to you by today?
3: We are brought to you by...
1: No, we're not. Don't lie. PXG
3: golf clubs.
1: That you wish. You wish. They're I, the I, best uh, golf clubs.
3: I, I'm a big fan. Great. If you're a veteran, go to PXG. I'm telling you right now.
0: Anywho. Meanwhile, the shaft looks like it's rusted. It's orange.
1: And he's not talking about the, the golf that. club, folks.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello.
3: Something I'm, I'm used just... to looking at. A little bit, a little bit of a bright orange tint.
1: Um <laughs> you have jaundice.
3: I went to Donald Trump's doctor.
1: (laughs) Political. I like this new show. Listen,
0: you know who's not not here? Chris Myers. Don't do
1: it. Don't do it. We're missing one.
3: Yeah. Well, is he going to do this weekly with us? I think. I think Uncle Johnny was making another kind of joke, and we (laughs) just flew right past it.
0: It was terrible. It was terrible. It's not. He's not here? Too too soon. Too soon.
3: Oh, he's the ear of worlds. Too soon. Too
0: soon. (laughs) But Chris Myers is not here. He will be the fourth. This is a foursome. Yes. That is. Uh,
3: yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, first thing I want to say to you, if you get offended by too soon jokes, <laughs> I apologize ahead of time. My uncle and I are O'Connors, and what we do is make the <laughs> most inappropriate jokes possible as soon as something happens, because that's how we deal with tragedy. Mm-hmm. We, we We don't Ball up we don't go cry in a corner we like to laugh and celebrate things and that we assume yeah. that other people like to laugh too so we make jokes if if at any point you're offended by anything we say we apologize ahead of time but also toughen up a little bit
0: right? Well, people, uh, grieve, people, <laughs> people grieve their own way it's it's a uh it's a process but you know we you know as we talk you'll see actually what we're talking about and that we do have emotions
3: we do do. And, and and actually, to give you a, a side story on that, when my grandfather passed five years ago. Obviously, a bunch of family. We all put out pictures and memories and things of that nature. There's a picture of my grandfather in a short-sleeved shirt with a tie and glasses on. And he literally looked like the guy from the movie Up. And so <laughs> I'm at the Car- I'm at the Charlotte Airport with my father and my sister getting ready to go to New York to, to his funeral. Fortunately, we didn't make it because of weather. But... While we're sitting at the airport, I look at my dad and I go, did you see that picture of Papa where he looks like the guy from Up? And he's like, what are you talking about? Mind you, this is his father I'm making a joke about. (laughs) I pull up the picture, I go, he looks like the guy from Up. He's like, I've never seen that. So I show him the guy from Up, and I show him the picture again, and my dad is dying laughing in the (laughs) Charlotte airport. My sister looks at me and goes, you're a terrible person. I said, that's fucking funny. I don't care who you are. Papa would (laughs) have laughed at that.
0: Uh, So, (laughs) he... But that's how he, we he,
3: handle things.
0: He, he would have. I I gotta be honest, I don't know the movie either or the person. But you great. it's that broke it between you three who were ready to fly here. So it was yeah. uh, you know it's, it's all you need sometimes.
1: Yeah. Wait, so you guys didn't make it, Sean. Because the uh, weather there was some, there bad, there was some
3: bad rain. Cancel yeah. our flight. I will say oh. this though. The funniest part about that flight, and sorry folks, we we're, we're gonna get to the wrestling stuff. Just give me a moment here. Uh the funniest part about that flight is We had to fly. My parents live outside of Atlanta, and I lived in Augusta, Georgia. The most common sense thing would have been we all meet Atlanta and then fly to New York. Unfortunately, all the tickets from Atlanta to New York were like two hundred bucks more than tickets where you flew from Charlotte, connected in Atlanta, and then went to New York. So we drove to Charlotte to fly from Charlotte to a connection in Atlanta to fly to New York. (laughs) <laughs> my grandfather's one of my grandfather's favorite fast food restaurants in the world was Nathan's. We got off the flight in Atlanta from Charlotte. We get out into the, to the concourse area. We're trying to figure out where we're going. Me and my sister immediately get a text saying our flight's delayed. Then my dad gets it and he's already, you know, he's dealing with the passing of his father. So he's stressed. Yeah. And He's like, God damn it. And then I turn around and go, Well, let's get some lunch. And we turn around and what do we see? A fucking Nathan's. So we all got some Nathan's and then we no. got messages that the flight was canceled. And we were like, Well
1: we Well you get and Carrie did And then your dad got it later. Is that
3: <laughs> like thirty seconds later? He was like
1: oh. It's got sprint? What does he got?
3: <laughs> Verizon. I don't know what happened. Oh boy. But we uh so that was the day that we drove to Charlotte to fly fly to Atlanta to have Nathan's for lunch to fly to Charlotte to drive home. That's what we like to call that um but anyway, <laughs>
1: good tribute it was a good tribute uh
3: but uh so let's get into the wrestling and if we make jokes we apologize but also at the same time if you if you've listened to our regular podcast you know the style you know what we do so yeah. we like to, have to have fun you. hope you enjoy the show and let's get into it so All right. as i was saying a moment ago unfortunately this podcast today our first one unfortunately is going to be centered a little bit about around death um, this week, two uh, WWE, uh, one WWE NWA, you know, all over the world, wrestling star Terry Funk passed away at the age of 79 on Wednesday. And then yesterday, due to complications, both I mean, that were exacerbated from COVID, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, real name, Wyndham Rotunda. Son of uh, Mike Rotunda, also known as IRS in the WWF. Passed away at the age of 36. Um, he uh, was training for a comeback uh, post his COVID situation and had a heart attack and it took him out. And that sucks Reportedly, a lot. right? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently from Sean Ross Sapp, one of the top wrestling uh, reporters that we have. Not we, but the wrestling world has. Um, and that's what happened. And it, it's really sad. It it sucks. Uh, Bray had, uh, Wyndham, I'm sorry, has four young children, two from a previous marriage and two from his current marriage to Jojo Offerman, the daughter of, uh, baseball legend Jose Offerman. Um, but it's just sad story. I mean, young guy, same age as my wife, uh, really talented. Great storyteller. Some people didn't like him as much as others, but I just don't think they under- they had the mental capacity to really understand what he was trying to do.
1: Motherfucker, right, Johnny?
3: Um, yeah, forget that. Anyway, right.
1: uh... <laughs> had to bring that up. Listen,
3: no, I'm just he kidding. Pl- i All right, all right. I'll I'm, get I'm into kidding. my side later. Yes, of course you. Oh, shit, huh? <laughs> I'm I busted Johnny's balls because it's easy. Um <laughs> But no, I mean it, it's just a sad story all around. I mean truly a tragedy. A young a man of that age going in, in such a somewhat random way, especially now that while COVID seems to be picking up again, supposedly, allegedly, <laughs> uh people didn't have it as frequently as when he caught it. So Yeah. Terrible news. His last match was at the Royal Rumble against LA Knight. Yeah. In a uh, Mountain Dew Lights Out match. It's unfortunate that was his last match.
1: Uh, Was it it his last though? You don't think he did any dark matches after that or anything?
3: Uh, He probably did a house show or two, but his last broadcast match.
1: I know he came out again after a few times.
3: Well, he came out once and they beat the crap out of uh, him and Uncle Howdy, his brother Bo Dallas. Um, beat up Hit Row uh, Hit Row, yes yeah. With the fans cheering, thank you Bray Thank you Bray <laughs> to get
1: Well the show rowing. we went to in uh, DC
3: They yeah, played his music yeah.
1: And then Uncle Howdy was out there right? Yeah. And he was messing with uh, Bobby Lashley or whatever
3: And then the next week on Raw He did the Muscle Man dance video thing That's right To mess with Lashley and then we never saw him again
1: Yeah um
3: and that's that. But I have five uh matches of his that are my personal favorites from my, my time uh seeing him. I mean he he started out as Husky Harrison in, in NXT, um was part of the NXT invasion angle uh back in the day. Uh after that ran its course, he left. I think it was part of the core with CM Punk. No, not the core, the new Nexus with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And then that ran its course and then he went back to NXT and started developing his Ray Wyatt character. Um, and then had a nice 10-year career. Won the WWE Championship three times. Uh, tag Team Champion with Randy Orton, I think, maybe Roman Reigns. I can't remember 100%. Um, okay. I believe he was IC Champ as well, so Triple Crown guy. Um, So he had a good I didn't, see,
1: I didn't see the IC cha- I saw the three world titles and the Two tags and voted like male wrestler of the year one year. Okay. Um,
3: so fair but, enough. Maybe not a triple crown champion, but still a good, a good run, a good career. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hall of Fame period. career.
3: Give it a couple years. Now, if he's gonna go in, it's gonna be probably sooner rather than later. Yeah. So maybe he gets the posthumous this year.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
3: There's always got to be a dead person, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I do feel like phone. before you jump into your five matches, um, it was weird because, you know, we got the news that Terry Funk died. And, um, I, you know, I, I listened to a few different wrestling podcasts already. You egg-sucking
3: uh, dog.
1: <laughs> but he was, uh, you know, I remember watching him in all the hardcore matches and him and Mick Foley all the time. Fucking change guy- Charles he was so fun to watch and you never knew what he was going to do. And and so when, when news came out that he died and oh, he's 79, I mean, he made it a long time and, and had a great career. And so it was more fun just to kind of think back on his career and like, man, he had a good run. And then when the break, so it, it was, you were kind of like sad, but it was still like, you didn't feel like, oh man, we just, what a tragedy. And then you find, you know, and then, I texted Sean cause I was just scrolling through Facebook and saw like a random Bray Wyatt rest in peace, uh, Facebook post. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And I, I thought it was like some new thing that he just put out or it was like a weird angle he was doing. Cause that wouldn't be out of character. And, um, I sent it to, to did I send it to both of you or just Sean? I, I think it was the group text. The yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and then, of course, all of a sudden, you know, it's all over Twitter. It um, everywhere. And uh, it's just a completely different feeling. It's 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 a loss of somebody that uh, has no business being gone this early. And uh, Sean did make fun of me. Yes, he would come out. When I, I, cause I've only recently gotten back into wrestling, maybe the past year now. And I was like, "What? What is he doing? He just comes out and he talks for a little bit, and nothing's going on. And there's weird flashes of light, and there's weird videos. And I didn't understand it because I didn't really, I wasn't watching when he had you hadn't big seen run. the beginning
3: of it, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. The thing. If if you hadn't seen the beginning of it, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to you,
1: right? And so I was like, I don't know what's going on. I, I liked his Firefly Funhouse segments. I thought they were funny and reminiscent of like." 80s children's shows and uh, mm-hmm. with just a creepy uh, vibe to them, um, but yeah, it's still it, it tugs at the heartstrings. I, I and and SmackDown really uh, on Friday night after it happened, um, it's been a whole tribute to the both of them. But uh, getting the entire crowd to sing "I've got the whole wide world in your hands" was like a super touching moment, and they did it. I don't, I you know, it just all the lights went out and they just started singing. And that was, it was emotional. So um, like Sean said, you know, um, his, his kids, his family are in our thoughts. um, And we just, it's just a sad day. So sad, sad time for, for the wrestling world.
0: Uh, Just to, to expand a little bit on that to before Sean gets into the five matches, Same thing that Johnny said, you know, the Terry Funk going and then him going is almost like, uh, you know, the day Farrah Fawcett died and the whole morning was preoccupied. Farrah Fawcett passed away. Farrah Fawcett. And then about four o'clock, Michael Jackson had passed away. So Farrah Fawcett right off the fucking map of the deceased and everything was Michael Jackson. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no disrespect to Firefly. It just, it's just the way it happened. You know, the King of Pop was now gone, and she was kind of an afterthought. You know, the little blurb in People magazine. Go ahead, John. John are he you getting looked- text messages? What? John? are I'm- you getting text messages?
1: No, not that I know of. I, I am.
3: Oh, you are? I hear it into the thing. I was confused. I was no, like, what the hell is that? No, it's me. Put your vibrator on, man. Uh,
0: <laughs> it is in my ass
3: i figured Um, as much but i just wanted to you
2: know my phone
0: my my phone however will make noise um (laughs) so you know it took it away terry and terry look terry Funk, you know he was almost 80 he had a nice life whether you know i'm sure the guys but look he was he was getting smashed with chairs and barbed wire and shit when he got into his 60s he might have even been in the 70s that we didn't see you know doing doing all kinds of shit so he had a nice life um The thing with Bray Wyatt, though, it's and you can see it today. Not if you're going through TikTok, all of the the people who have put stuff out and just talking about him as the man, you know, because it goes past the the work. Everybody, you know, whatever whatever your job is, is your job, and you do it to a certain thing. But when they talk about the human being, just himself, and what a great and you see grown once again, grown men crying. You know what I mean? Like they can't even. Uh, some girl, you know, was doing an interview. I, I don't know. She had uh, the big show on. I don't know why he was saw on. that. Yeah. You saw that. Right. And you know, and he knew the question was coming. He didn't want to really go right into it because it's still fresh. She's like, I have to ask this. And you can just see in his head, you got, you got to remember, like you said, these, you know, it does, it goes from, yes, they're around week to week and show to show and month to month, but they all know each other's wives and they know each other's what? kids and they know each other's, and if their family's been in a the business, they know, so they all know each other. And when something happens like this, like we said, to a young man, it's just a, uh, it, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's a big one. It's a, look, it's, and it's not your typical, they blame a lot of these other young deaths on steroids. You know, you've had a few guys commit suicide, who knows mm-hmm. if it was CTE or whatever else. And I'm not, I'm not talking about Chris Benoit, but other guys who have committed suicide for other reasons. No, right, right. They just, well, just, they try to say to Chris Benoit, I you know, know, his head wasn't right. Um, you, you know, not talking about the fact that he was set up, but I'm, I'm just saying, what happens is, they, they, they don't, you know, you, 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 sit and you look and 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 all intents purposes, also, even whatever the COVID complications, everything else, you really have. I, I think there was one actor in the whole time that. Uh, a guy who was on Broadway, a young man, 43, he passed away from COVID, whatever, but it had to do. But he was he also had some other stuff. So to see that I mean no other athlete, and I'll call uh Bray Wyatt's an entertainer and an athlete. Absolutely. So no other athlete has ever, you know, passed away or been attributed to anything like this. So, you know, that that makes it even kind of, you know, different in a way. Oh, this is know, cool. guy, guy had everything to live for. So it's just uh it's 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 a it's a sad time. It really is. This yeah. one this one you can see people uh they, they hurt all the time, but this one is uh they they're all taken back.
3: Yeah, it, it almost reminds me a bit of like when Chester Bennington passed away. Um his was a little different situation, obviously. But uh the outpouring. Is it has been incredible. Like you would hope, right? You know what I mean? You ho- you would hope that you as a person, a human being, especially in the entertainment business, have made an impact. And unfortunately, it takes for you to be gone to see that for that impact to be poured out to you. Um but yeah, just I mean, just very the thing that will always kill me more, and like as you talk about Terry Funk, it's like Terry Funk, seventy nine, almost like I said, almost eighty year old man. Mm-hmm. He's been married for 50 six—I don't know, fifty something years. Mm-hmm. To the same woman. He had an incredible career, raised his kids, got to see his grandkids, lived his life, mm-hmm. and Bray didn't, Wyndham didn't get to do any of that, and it just sucks. Like he saw a little bit of his, his kids' life, and as a as a father of five myself, you're both fathers yourselves. You immediately mm-hmm. think of, like, oh, fuck, man. I, I don't want to, like, miss out on my kids. I don't want to not be with my wife. Like, I don't I don't want to miss anything. I want to be here. I want to see everything. And knowing that yeah. he's gone and he's not going to be able to see it, similar to Kobe, you know, like, it sucks. It just sucks. Um, yeah. So, I guess did, did, one, did
0: one, one good thing, thing- – oh,
1: go oh, go ahead.
0: Sorry, sorry. Oh, Johnny, go ahead, bud.
1: Go ahead. I was going to say, at least – I mean, I, this is no consolation or anything like that, but uh, he was out, you know, quite often, whether it was injury or he was reinventing his, 100%. Um, or he was reinventing his character, or whatever. Um, so he did, I mean, at least he had that time if he was at home recuperating. I mean...
0: Johnny, I agree. If, if there's one thing, the damper on this whole thing is they really, like Bray Wyatt's career path and where it was going, you know, a lot of people weren't happy about it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Johnny, kind of what you're saying, he was out a lot due to injury, doing to be let go, coming back. Like Sean gave you the list of all his organizations yeah. and doing it. So whether they used him correctly is always going to be a big question. So he might've even been able to give us more. Yeah. But as Sean said also, the character development, Look, I mean, it took years. There was a storyline for fucking years being set up. I mean, an enormous amount of time. And everybody always wow. thought that it would come back to that. And I guess none of us, you know, nobody not being in a creative. I don't know if he particularly wanted it done that way. Maybe he wanted something else. But uh, it, it really was. So his career could have even been that much better. Had yeah. they done it, but you don't know how much he did. Right, let me tell you something, just on a personal note. That first time I ever saw that fucker walk backwards on his hands. Oh my God, I the said, Holy shit. But his size, it was, it, it truly, you looked at it. I, it was warped. It really was warped, man. It was fucked up. Yeah. Man. Here's the craziest thing about him. He was so
3: big. It's yeah. so fast and so strong right. and powerful.
0: Yeah. Like well, when
3: he would do a move, he'd be like, fuck, dude. that was like, hmm. Like, I know they're trained and shit,
0: but But there's no way that didn't fucking hurt both (laughs) sides. He was an athlete for the size he was. He could have been an offensive lineman and throwing guys around. Absolutely. Or, or, and at the same time, like you said, Sean, he could have been a tight end. That's how quick he was. Yeah. I mean, he just, so, and the flexibility. And if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, think when they gave the extra scenes in The Exorcist and she walks down the stairs backwards with her hands and feet. He did that in the ring. It's
1: yep, I, sick. It's one it's of the amazing. clips I saw is him versus Taker, and he they're both laying down, and then he does that oh, weird inverted was, thing. And then Taker sits up and he's like, and this kind of goes back down.
0: It, <laughs> it, was, it was nuts to see a man of his size do that. It was, I, I think, the first
3: one of the first times I saw it, I remember seeing him do it. I know he'd done it a few times before this. Yeah, he's done, he did it a bunch. But time, I remember yeah. seeing seeing him do it against John Cena in a match I when think they had he, a little bit. Yeah, and Cena just like you jumped. Like, drop, <laughs> and like the thing is, Cena did what any normal person would fucking do. Like, what the fuck? Are you doing? It's like,
0: <laughs>
3: it's like it was, and, but people like mocked it. they were like, oh, Cena was over over it. No, no. If you were in a match with a person, and they did that. <laughs> What would you do? I would exactly. shit my pants. I would ship my jean shorts too. I mean there's <laughs> no doubt about it. Like
0: I mean, I would defy anybody to find a man that they know. Now look, I'm sure a gymnast could do it, obviously. Find a sure. man that maybe a male gymnast, but find a, a regular even what kind of man who's not a, a stick. Who actually has an upper body. It was funny because Bray Wyatt had a big upper body. His his lower body was much smaller than his upper body. But I defy anybody to find that and and see somebody his size do it. It's it was it was nuts.
1: I'll say this: like there was a lot of talk around SummerSlam and stuff, like, oh man, I bet you Bray may come back. Like he lost it to Roman at a SummerSlam. Or remember it was something like that. Like there was Oh, maybe it was Payback they were talking about. So there was also but, talk
3: about him and Cody because Cody was his coach in that NXT season. Oh, Cody was his pro.
1: Okay. Oh. I didn't know so that. There was
3: talk about him and Cody, and you're like, "Fuck now what's Cody going to do?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: that he's going to be on the Grayson
1: Waller effect at Payback. That's what they announced tonight. So no Cody's match. In, uh,
3: so Cody's yeah, in the in the rub phase of his career. Good
1: for him. Good for I him. guess. I, I'd rather, if well, if not, I could I say, know. if I could say one more thing too is, but no. yeah, getting to the he, So he, one cool thing about Bray that I will say is that I'm going to try to keep rhyming here. No, he, um, <laughs> he was so innovative. Like he always, you were one thing you're always curious about was like, okay, what's he going to come back as next or do next? Cause he never did anything the same which was, was really cool to see. So, like, fans were, you know, all right, when he comes back, it's probably he's going to go after Roman, he's going to go after whoever. And then uh, – but it was always exciting to see what it was going to be.
0: I will say – did either one of you guys see that he made the video five hours talking about Barry Windham having a heart attack? He, yeah. He, Barry, he said Barry Windham – he he made a plea deal – not a plea deal. He, he went on saying that, look, you know, he talked about his situation – saying he's trying to come back. You know, he's had some health stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, my uncle, Barry Wyndham had a heart attack. He said he actually was was gone. He said, you know, stop breathing for whatever amounts of say." He said he bought him back. He gave the gentleman who gave him CPR, he gave his name. And then he said, you know, my sister set up a GoFundMe. He goes, you don't have to give to it. But the bottom line at the end of the thing was, he said, look, you don't, you don't know when people are going to go. You know, that was the gist of it. You know, make sure you love and you love hard because you don't know what anybody's situation is. And this is supposedly five hours before he passed. Crazy, just Uh, the
2: craziest.
0: Just just to think of. uh, First of all, I didn't even hear Barry Windham had a uh, heart attack. How did I? Yeah, you know, but but like Johnny listens to a bunch of podcasts. You think somebody would have said something?
1: I I didn't hear any of that. No, I saw
0: it. It wasn't the same day. It wasn't yesterday. He had a heart attack. Whatever, a little, uh, you know, a couple of days ago or something.
3: Usually, Cornette's great about that stuff. Like, yeah. not great. I hate to say that, but you know what I mean. Like, I listen to Cornette all the time. He's usually they're always up to date. At least on the older guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he did like an hour and a half on Terry Funk this week. So, yeah. um, did he really? Yeah.
0: Even from Wednesday, huh? Wow. I think they recorded
3: Thursday. Um, I did so, he it, so he like right yeah, and it's all on YouTube right now on the Jim Cornette uh, page. Yeah. Um, so the podcast probably going to drop later tonight or tomorrow, might be tomorrow because they're probably going to talk about all out and oh, I mean all in and all that other stuff. But
1: yeah, yeah, but right. they, that, that at long. least that
3: part about him talking about Terry Funk is out there, and it's it's long. I, I'm probably going to do it at some point over the weekend. Um Okay, let me get to these. Ten matches between these two men, so we can uh, we don't want to hold you guys up too long. First uh, experience with the wrestling pod, so we're going to try to keep this one condensed and then we go. Got from Twenty-three there.
0: minutes, Shawnee, yeah. Twenty-three
3: minutes. Twenty-three minutes on the clock. Keep All it right, going. so got it. Top, top five match for each. I'm gonna start with Terry Funk. Longer uh, list of matches, obviously, to pick from uh, catalog. I mean, and <laughs> across many different promotions, things of that nature. So. These are no particular order. They're just whatever. 1997 ECW barely legal. There are two matches from this pay-per-view. It's ECW's very first pay-per-view. This is, like I said, from, I think, uh, February 97. Um, The first one is him versus Stevie Richards versus the Sandman. Winner would face Raven for the ECW title, uh, I believe, later that night to close the show. And it's just an incredible match. Stevie Richards does some great stuff. Sandman, obviously, everybody thought that he was going to win because he was very popular at the time. He, he, everything was going in that direction. Um, but Terry Funk won it. And later that night, he had an incredible match against Raven where he did his moonsault and all that other stuff and won the title. And it was just, just <coughs> two, from one show, two very Terry Funk-esque matches. And so... I uh, would definitely check out uh, if you have the WWE Network, check or Peacock, whatever the hell you use. Check those that out. Two two fantastic matches from that one show. Um, nineteen ninety four, WW WCW Slambury, Terry Funk versus Tully Blanchard. They tore the house down. They were all over the arena. Um, Tully, obviously one of the great technicians to ever exist, going against Terry. Uh, just a great match. Uh, 1989 WCW Great American Bash,
0: mm-hmm.
3: two of the all-time greats: Terry Funk versus Ric Flair. Ric
0: Flair, this was don't,
3: great. Don't need to say anything else. Just go watch it. 1981 from Memphis, two other again two all-time greats: Jerry Lawler versus Terry Funk in an absolute okay. bloodbath. Oh man! Uh, just we'll go back and watch that. Me. It's yeah. on YouTube. That one's on YouTube. These it's guys gave their off.
0: they gave their role, man. They gave their role to sell. They really yeah. did.
3: I mean, I think like it would nearly start a riot in the <laughs> arena that match. So <laughs> it's the '80s, man. And did in the cell. That's, so, that's what it was. It's real, damn it. Uh, well, I mean, Jer- and Jerry <laughs> King
0: and Jerry Lola owned that that promotion. That was his. He was a and co-owner. Saying... Yeah, he was a co-owner. No, no, no. I don't Jared. mean. I don't even mean physically owned it. Like as, as oh, an yeah. owner. What I'm saying, he owned He was, he this was like the big guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was he was untouchable. They loved him. Yep. Men loved him. Women loved him. Children loved him. He yep. was an icon of God. And to see this guy come in there, and I obviously, he was very much younger, too. And they, I'm talking, to, Sean's right. The blood, I mean, these guys were bleeding all over the place. It was, I remember that. It's something else.
3: I mean, me. if they, if either of them had HIV,
1: they would have passed it to each
0: other. Oh, 100%. That's
2: um, damn. Weird. What's Did funny, Andy
1: Kaufman though, is, come in with the chair?
0: No. Thank you uh, very much. But the funniest <laughs> thing about
3: that is you mentioned that about Lawler. And then he comes to the WWF in 1993 and eight to nine year old Sean O'Connor goes, Who's this clown? <laughs> he was you huge, wasn't he?
0: But just a much different guy. It was a yeah. much different guy then. Older. Not but not old, but older <laughs> in terms back then that was you were a little you were older in terms of wrestling. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. because because the way they wrestled in the 70s and 80s and I'm not saying these guys give it their all now but uh, so, less they these guys were wrestling 350 days a year. It's crazy and not making nearly the money.
3: And Hulk Hogan wrestled over 400 times in one year and that was because the international dateline apparently
0: Exactly. That's what they. That's what they see. So, from back and forth. Yeah. But, no. Just a different thing. So he did. He looked a little. He looked a little haggard. Sean. Yeah. He wasn't the same. He wasn't. You know. Yeah. He. He, oh, he no. just wasn't the same.
3: Uh, and the last one for Terry Funk, one of my all time favorites, just because it is. I can't help it. It's just great. Nineteen ninety eight, WrestleMania fourteen, the New Age Outlaws versus Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie in a dumpster match. Uh it's for the WWE WWF Tag Team Championship. It's a ridiculous match. You've got but you've got four Hall of Famers in that match. You got Billy, you got uh you got Road Dog, who's a member of an all time wrestling family, the Armstrongs. Obviously, you got Terry and his family, and you got Mick. Like you can't go wrong with that match. It's crazy. Some would call it garbage wrestling at times. But it's just for the era, especially the attitude era being what it was. I think that WrestleMania was 14. Can't remember where it was. But
1: that's, that's 13, the, probably the one you remember from it.
3: 13 was Boston.
1: Yeah. That was Undertaker, Sid Vicious. No. 13
3: was. No. So it was Boston, then 14, because that was Sean versus Austin.
1: Yeah. 13 Boston. was Boston versus Bret Hart, right? Yes. Were the bleeding one?
3: Yes. Yeah. So, um, now for my mm-hmm. five Bray matches. So, Woodburned. first one for Bray is 2014 Extreme Rules. The Wyatt Family versus The Shield. This was something everybody was looking forward to. Everybody thought, you know, future of the company, uh, future of pro wrestling, which turned out to be for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately two of those guys are gone now with Luke uh, with uh, Luke Harper, uh, Brody Lee and now Bray Wyatt, but it's a great match great great entertainment. I mean the fans are screaming this is awesome before the match even starts. So that's how into the, that the the fans were. I I really truly and it's not a match per se. It's more of a uh, I don't even know what you would call it a theatrical kind of a deal. 2020 COVID WrestleMania Firefly Funhouse match, uh, the Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend versus John Cena. Um, I haven't watched that one. That match, that was the match of the fucking two nights for me. Oh really? It was all it was, it
1: was like a uh, cinematic, right?
3: Yes, it was a cinematic thing. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. But it, it, it's a for a cinematic thing for a quote unquote match. <clears throat> It was way better than the AJ Styles Undertaker thing to me. I mean, other, other people may think differently. I mean, I love Taker. I like AJ Styles. But uh, I, like I just told a story, story, right? It was a great story. So good. Made made uh, scene at one point where he's like wearing an NWO shirt and dancing around like Hogan. like Because he's calling <laughs> him like the guy of this era to be like the Hogan. It's just really good. You just go go watch it. Uh, 2014 at the Royal Rumble, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Incredible. This is one of the first times I saw Bray Wyatt do that thing where he would send somebody off the ropes, he would run into the ropes, and do like a half-body, cross-body block. And I swear to God, it looked like Daniel Bryan got fucking his soul ripped out of his body and then popped <laughs> back into it. He hit him so hard. Incredible wow. match. Just watch it.
1: Is that where he won the title? No. Okay.
3: 2020, six years later at the Royal Rumble, The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. They beat the shit out of each other for a very long time. And it's just <laughs> fantastic. Just watch it. You'll enjoy it. And last but not least, and this one is a bit more, uh, I don't know, just probably meant a lot to the two of them at the time, probably even later on in life, Now you know, especially now that Bray's gone. Uh WWE NXT episode number 160 from February 21st, 2013, Bo Dallas versus Bray Wyatt. Uh just two brothers getting to do what they always wanted to do against each other in the biggest company in the world. So the brain Terry, thank yeah. you for the entertainment. Thank you for uh letting me lose myself in your storylines and, and, and your good times. Greatly appreciate it and thank you for giving everything you had to the business that you loved. So appreciate it, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, that was that was good, Sean. Luke Harper, uh is he the one that passed the, like two years ago? Yeah,
3: Brody yeah, Lee. About yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, Brody maybe. Lee,
1: okay. Uh what was his a car accident or am I confusing him with somebody?
3: You confuse him with somebody. His was like related yeah. to I think like CL C O P D or something, like he had some lung issues and everybody was like, yeah, oh, it's somehow. COVID, but it wasn't COVID.
0: No, nah, yeah, it, it
3: was is. uh just a lung issue that got worse and worse and worse and
0: took him. But he was young too. He was only 42. Or yeah, something. he was
3: like 42. Yeah. His son was only like eight, like
0: and the same thing too, by all accounts, from everybody, just a really wonderful man.
3: Out. Yeah, wonderful yeah. man. They all loved him. Yeah. Um, before That's... we finish the show tonight, unfortunately, folks. I'm not an AEW guy. I don't have enough time to watch all the AEW stuff. I, I know WWE, WWF because I grew up watching it. My middle son, Murphy loves it. So we watch it together. We've been to raw together. Um. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a quick SummerSlam review and talk briefly about the bloodline situation. Cause that's been one of the biggest stories in wrestling for three years. Mm-hmm. And then next week when we have Chris Myers on, We're going to talk to him about AEW All-In and what he thought about it, what he thought about uh, who won the matches and winners and losers. And then next weekend, they're actually having a second Mm pay-per-view in two weeks All-Out from Chicago, which is their their version of WrestleMania. So we will discuss his picks going into that as well. So currently, sorry that we don't have All-In for you, but uh, Chris really knows the AEW side, so we're going to let him cover that. Uh, going
1: forward, so I mean, if we got a wrestling podcast, I guess we're going to have to start paying attention to it.
3: I'm not right? up on stuff and everything. Like I know a couple of the matches off the
1: top of my. head. I know MJF and Adam Cole are going. Yeah, they're, they're like gonna, buddies, and
3: yeah, yeah. You don't don't talk about it. You sound like you don't know anything.
0: Uh, I think I, know every, I think everything. I think we I think we should half-ass it. I think that's that's the best.
1: You way mean to how Johnny was just, just
0: trying to do? You're right.
3: Just yeah, pull up, great. pull
1: up the match card, and let's do our picks for tomorrow. Wow, <laughs> let's go. That's fun. All right, here Wait, we go. Joey? All right, let's do it. I don't know; it's going to be bad. All right, for you the gotta pre-show, you got to keep track, Sean.
0: I'm not. I'll write them down tomorrow. Well, well I'm okay. taking the first guy. I'm taking the first guy.
3: <laughs> All right, Johnny, yeah. a, a group. So there are two pre-show matches that I think will be on. Line somewhere, and then nine regular match matches on the regular. All right, it's a, it's a long night, folks. Get get buckled in.
1: <laughs> I pick Sting.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't pick Sting. You got to pick Stung. It's the tense <laughs> Anyway, oh. so uh awesome. pre-show Aussie Open, we saw. Ooh, them- I know them. The yeah, show. you know
2: them. I like Our those guys. Is-
3: I do too. Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher versus MJF and Adam Cole for the oh, Ring of shit. Honor Tag Team Championships. Johnny, this was your idea. You're up.
1: Uh, well, all right. Shit. Well, I liked Aussie Open, so I'm going to pick Aussie Open. Oi, oi, oi.
3: I will go second, Uncle Johnny. Okay. I'm going to take Aussie Open as well. I think this is going to create some tension for the title match later that night in the main
1: event.
0: Nice. Uh, I I think I saw MJF rap in a car with a couple of the other wrestlers. I will. Uh, I'm going to take them.
1: <laughs> All right. <Ooh>. MJF. <laughs>
0: he, he was singing in the back of a. He pretended he couldn't rap, and then he started singing it. He was with. Uh, why can't I think of a name? The little girl with tattoos. She's been in every fucking. Uh, oh, Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Yeah, it was them. It was them too, <laughs> and they uh and they started playing uh whatever. And they and yeah. the MJF started
3: rapping. It was second pre-show match. I'll go this time. Jack Perry, which is Luke Perry's son, Jungle Boy. Oh, okay, is Hook, who is Tad's son. Is that true? Is yes.
1: that true? Who's whose who's son? Hook Luke Perry.
3: Is...
0: Yes. Oh no shit! I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. Folks, I
3: told you we need Chris Myers for AEW. Yeah, no, this
0: is tough. Luke, <laughs> Luke Perry's son is a villain. McKay's son, yes, Jungle oh, Boy. Shit, I had no
1: idea. What, who's he fighting? Hook, and he's the son of somebody. Taz. Taz's son. Yeah. Against Luke Perry's son from Nine Hundred Two One Zero.
3: Correct. Fuck. For the I'm pick. Oh, go ahead. For the
0: FTW Championship.
3: Is fuck Taz's son
0: built like Taz? No. Is Luke Perry's son built like Luke Perry? Yes. <laughs> so the two of them are, are little guys. In terms si, of weight. Senor.
1: Is it featherweight? Is that what that...
3: <laughs> no, it's Taz's fuck the world title from ECW.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So I was right. I was right. And then he said they're little guys.
3: But it's great that you said, Are they featherweight? I would have never thought of that. That's fucking
1: brilliant. FTW featherweight. I don't know. I'm if... going
3: with Jack Perry. I don't fucking know.
0: You know what? I'm going to go with, you know what? Luke, Perry, I'm going to next week, I'll know Luke Perry's kid backwards and forwards. I had no idea.
1: That's a little weird. Uh, <laughs> who, who holds the title? Who Who's going to? Oh,
3: Jack Perry's the current champ.
1: All right. Then yeah, I'll pick. Previously. I'll pick Luke, Jack Perry too.
3: All right. <laughs> This is a match I would like to see.
1: All right.
3: We're, we're in the main card now. Obviously, we don't know the order, but this is a match I would like to see. Yep. FTR. Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler. Johnny, they're the best tag team in the world.
1: Okay. i take your word for it. This,
3: I don't know. They are talking. fucking great. No what idea. are their names? FTR. They're, their what name that... in WWE was The Revival. So, they, okay. they are FTR. Fuck the
0: revival!
1: Oh, okay. You
0: can't with
3: featherweight. You couldn't with FTR. Uh, <laughs> they're the they are the current AEW tag team champions. All right, they're going up against the Young Bucks, the two of the executive vice presidents still left at
1: AEW. We just gotta burn through these because if you gotta explain <laughs> everybody, this is gonna be forty-five more. Minutes. That's why I said we don't need to do this.
3: Let's we got just pick quick.
0: Four minutes left. You just say what you got? Who you got? I know. I'll take the. I'll take the FTR. I'll take. I'll take them. Let's see what they do.
1: I'll go with. Uh, I don't even know the name of the other team. I'll go with the other team. <laughs> the Young Bucks. Yeah, sure.
3: I'm gonna go with
1: FTR. All right.
3: All right for the women's AEW championship. The champion, Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm, Juice Robinson's wife. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth from the new <laughs> fan show. Soraya, oh. who used to be Paige in the WWE. And Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Adam I'm Cole's going,
1: girlfriend. I'm going with the doctor.
3: All right. I am going to take
0: Hikaru Shida. All right, then we'll make it. Th- I'll take Paige. One of us is winning.
1: All right, so you got. So the said, right. Is it a four way or a three way? Four way. Nice. <laughs> I'll, so now all three of us <laughs> have. One of us is winning. <laughs> Someone, the other lady's gonna win. <laughs> now, Chris Tony Storm.
0: Storm is winning with her big fat ass. Get for her. No, no, Chris, Chris Myers gets the other one. He's not here. Yeah, so give I'm him missing. the other one. By the way, if
3: we're basing this on looks alone, Tony Storm would have my vote immediately. Um. All right. Next we have
0: everybody. Everybody has men names. I don't fucking get it. Tony, Doctor Rock, whatever the fuck they call
1: it. Doctor Rock. (laughs) If (laughs) you're the man, everybody
0: sounds like a fucking man. What (laughs) the doc
1: is cooking is prescribing. (laughs) Johnny, I like (laughs) it.
0: Can you smell? What the doc is prescribing.
3: I wish you would stop screaming that in my face because I'm, I'm going to prescribe you some mints. Um,
1: mm.
3: All right. So the next match, we've got Darby <laughs> Allen.
1: Yep. Oh, I know that one.
3: Versus Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage.
1: Oh, Christian.
3: In a Christian. coffin <laughs> match.
1: Oh.
3: I'm up, aren't I?
1: Yeah. Good luck. Darby I don't even mean, know the rules Cage. of a coffin match.
0: Well, who'd you pick? Derby and Sting. Is that the second team? First team. I'm taking the second team. All right, you going with Christian? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll take Sting because I already said I'd take Sting.
3: All right, next My- match.
1: Fuck this. Next match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right, the
3: Golden Elite: Koda Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman I- Adam Page.
0: <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Why is every match got 15 people in it? What the fuck is that? The AEW? <laughs> It sucks. A... <laughs> versus Bullet Club This is my favorite segment we've ever done. Versus
3: Bullet Club <laughs> Gold. Juice uh-huh. Robinson and Jay White. And Karusuke Takashida. A lot of Japanese presents.
1: Takashita.
0: Jim Cornette calls him Take a Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I does almost Jim, made that joke.
0: Does Jim Cornette hate this, Sean? Does yes, he talk about so much, yeah, he he hates it? He
1: hates him, All right? right? I can yeah. imagine. So it's... I don't even I know hate the first I hate it.
0: versus Bullet Club Gold. Just
1: They both have gold in the name.
0: <laughs> they do. And I believe <laughs> I believe the one is called Cum Gold. Yeah. And what's saying. funny is, Kenny
3: Omega used to be in the Bullet Club with Hangman Page.
1: But now they're on a different team? Are they on the same team. And
3: before that, he was part of the Golden Lovers with Kota abushi
1: Oh, the Golden Lovers.
3: <laughs> there, there's some reporting that they may be uh, uh. and
1: close. Uh, I'll take. Oh, it's Uncle Johnny's pick.
0: I Good luck. I don't even know who's in the match. I number I uh. is that, how many people are in it? Is this two teams? Six. It's six. Oh, it's a six-man. Six, six people on a team. Six-man tag. Six-man oh. tag. I will take the
3: first team. He's going with the golden elite of Cody Sushi, yes. Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page. And
1: yeah. the second team was Bullet Club featuring Bullet Club golden. Gold. <laughs> yep.
0: With
3: featuring Robinson.
1: <laughs> Gold Dust.
3: Kava Kava Kama Camille.
1: I'm gonna take the second team then. All right.
3: I'm also going to go with the second team. Okay, good. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, in the next
0: match. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> In a
3: stadium stampede match. All right.
1: The fuck does that mean? <laughs> is my pick?
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Eddie Kingston, Orange oh, Cassidy. Hold on up. Oh, no. sh- that what?
1: <laughs> Keep going.
3: Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy. And the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Treparetta, and Penta El Zero, <laughs> Miedo, versus the Blackpool Combat Club of John Moxley, Claudio oh, yeah. Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, Mike Santana, and Ortiz. All right, well. I five my... on
1: five? Yes. You say Masta Choli was on the second team? <laughs> Whatever team John Moxley's on, I guess.
0: Yeah. All right, I, I'm doing the same. I'm saying the same thing. That's it. Me three, I'm going Blackpool Combat Club.
1: He's man. the only oh, fucking right. name. that sounds cool. He's,
0: he's the only name in that match. They got to win
1: Claudio <laughs> him Castagnoli. Him
0: and is, well, Claudio Castagnoli
1: Mastacholi. is
3: Cesaro from WWE. No. yeah,
1: And they're on the same team?
3: Yes. Oh, they're definitely winning.
1: You would think. Yeah, the other people don't even you don't even know who they are.
0: Cesaro <laughs> in the next match. Yep. You have <laughs> Can God I ask wait, Sean? Wait, sure, just wait. Cesaro's <laughs> new name is Claudio Castagnoli. <laughs> what did what did Castagnoli. You Castagnoli? Castagnoli. Okay. All right. It's Montana. So like He went from Cesaro to Costa-Gnoll. Okay,
1: all right, go He got a raw deal. When he was in
0: WWE, it was originally Claudio.
3: uh, No, it was Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro, yes, yes. Way
1: easier to say.
3: Agreed, but this is his, like, independent name.
0: I got No, I got you. Okay. All right, go ahead. Next match, we got Will
3: Ospreay with Don Callis versus Chris Jericho. I'm up. I'm going to go William Ospreay.
1: Johnny. You made the list.
0: I'm going with Jericho.
1: <laughs> I'm going Jericho, too.
0: Yeah, I'm going Jericho.
1: I don't know who Osprey is.
0: Is it Jericho's company, by the way? Is he part owner in this? No.
1: He's not even oh. an EVP. Break so the
0: he wall. just, he's, yeah. just doing this for, he's doing this for the fuck of it? He's getting paid a lot of money. No, are they paid? They have to be. Because he's like fat and out of shape now. Did you, you got to remember.
1: He's lost a lot Pony of money. Pony
3: Khan is the son the owner of the company is the son of Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars. The oh, okay. The Newport uh, Newcastle United in the uh-huh. English Premier yeah, yeah. League. Yeah, they bought fucking oil.
0: Yeah, they just bought. Yeah, I, aren't they buying something else? Probably. Yeah, I thought. I think they're in on another franchise. <laughs> I
3: think they have so much money that they don't even know what the fuck it means.
0: Are they Saudi? Way, Saudi?
3: No. Oh, no. Uh... Saudi. No, I don't think so. They're not Saudis?
1: I, th- I thought just... they were.
3: They're cons. I don't
1: know. Oh, Maybe Indian or Pakistani. I think Pakistani. All right, now this is just getting racist. <laughs>
0: no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> well, That's kind of well, from a that's... movie. Yeah. All right. The Wrath of the Wrath of. is
1: about right. bad draft picks for the Jaguars. Actually, the
0: if I was him and I was wrestling, <laughs> I, that's what I'd be called, Wrath of Con.
3: <laughs> the funniest thing is, oh, nice. if you go back and just watch the Jaguars playoff game last year, where they had that incredible comeback and in won against mm-hmm. San Diego and their social media quarterback.
0: Yeah,
3: terrible. They show Tony Khan in the owner's suite.
0: This
3: motherfucker is asleep.
0: <laughs> he
3: doesn't care. He is fucking asleep. He, they, he used to have know. like his own, like, E fed, which means he would go on like message boards and like make his own match cards of current wrestlers and shit. This dude looks like a nerd combined with an, aut- an autistic child.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did say you'd pick on him in high school.
3: Yeah. I would have picked on him so much in high school.
0: So he's just buying toys. That's all he bought.
1: Yes. So he's got a big sandbox.
0: His dad. Wow, well, racist. His dad gave
3: him.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean it that way.
3: <laughs> it's called Pak. It's called Pakistan. <laughs> it's called Pakistan. <laughs> I didn't. I...
1: You
3: don't even now have you from Pakistan. Now I'm it's racist. Sure.
0: Wait, Sean. What's all his right. first name?
3: Tony. Tony. That was
0: Jeff. So Steve. <laughs> I thought it was Shaka. <laughs>
3: All right, next match. Yeah. CM Punk, this is a match I'd watch, versus Samoa Joe for the real world heavyweight championship. So if you're wondering what that means, CM Punk was the champ. He got in a fight last year at All Out with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. He was suspended. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega was suspended. They are working out how to make it all work. He was also got injured in the match to win the title and had to get – you saw a picture of Tony Khan, didn't you?
1: I, I, I did. Uh, I, t- t- Tony Khan's from Chicago, Illinois. No, so no, but know.
0: Shahid, the father, is a Pakistani-American billionaire. Yeah.
3: Told you.
1: Yep.
0: But the picture is great. The picture that they show of him is fantastic.
1: <laughs> I didn't even look at the picture. Awesome.
3: His eyes are the size of baseball this is what he looks like. We can't see uh, that. I, I got the. Gl- I got the glove. I, <laughs> I don't see it, man. That's what not what Tony. That's
0: not Tony. That's the dad. Oh, they, no, no. This is the dad. I'm showing the dad. That's this is, is that he... Sean. Say was asleep. No, <laughs> Tony. No,
1: the son was asleep. Oh, the
0: son was asleep. Yes.
1: Tone, tone, uh,
2: tone,
0: tone.
1: All right, all right. Did so you, you pick yet? What? Who do we God? got here? He doesn't That's have giant sun. eyes. What are you That's talking Tony about? That's
0: Tony Khan. That's the son. He looks like a regular <laughs> dude. Because that's not the This
3: why I system. make fun of you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I make fun of you. You think that's a regular dude.
1: Uh, hey, Jeff, I don't know. I is bet you use Samoa
3: Joe, who are you picking?
1: Uh, It's for Samoa the Joe. thing
3: title? And no, it's for the title that Punk never lost.
1: I'll take uh, Yeah, I'll take Samoa Joe, too.
3: Uncle Johnny, you said Samoa Joe? Samojo, yeah. What are you guys on crack the building towards punk versus MJF? Punk's winning. I
1: didn't
0: sure. uh, oh, I didn't even know he was still
3: punking. I don't
1: know any of this stuff. So alright.
0: All right. I will uh, go ahead. I will tell you, but no, the thing to know about Tony Khan when the they give his over. Net, When they give his net worth, they uh-huh. give his dad's net worth. Twelve point one billion. So they don't even say what he's making. Nothing. It's all his
3: exactly. daddy's money.
1: Go
0: ahead, kids. I'm <laughs> sorry, go ahead.
1: All right, what's up?
3: All right, second and last match.
1: Holy shit! Okay.
3: We have a six team, uh, six man, tag team match for the AEW World Trios Championship. Ugh. The champions, the House of Black, which are Malachi Black, Zelina Vega's husband, Buddy Matthews, Rhea Ripley's fiance, and Brody King. And they're, with their manager, Julia Hart, versus the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster, Scissor Me Daddy, and Billy Gunn. Hmm. I know who I'm picking.
1: I'm picking whoever you said first.
3: That All was the, the wrong choice.
1: Huh? But Billy Gunn's not going to win.
0: Billy Gunn's winning. I'm going to say okay.
1: Billy Gunn, too. All right,
3: Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed—they're winning, or I riot for this show that I don't watch.
2: <laughs>
0: Last remember, what Billy, all right. remember what Billy says: "Can't fire me twice." He's gonna buy that shit company and fire you again. Ah! No, he, he's gonna. Wait, <laughs> hey, guys, he can't fire me. I don't work for him. Yeah, so he's
3: gonna buy that pissed company and fire <laughs> you just because he said that.
0: And you see him laugh. <laughs>
3: Actually, the best part of that whole Hall of Fame thing was when Billy Gunn tried to do the Super Soaker thing, and Triple H goes up to him and goes, Billy, at our age, no matter how hard you pump it sometimes, it just dribbles from the tip. There's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right, last one. My man, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the true AEW world champion against his best friend, Adam Cole, baby. You're up. I just picked.
1: I picked for last.
0: Nobody likes you. I'm going with MJF. Okay. That's the first guy you said?
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) Is the second boy Jewish as well?
3: I don't think so. But he is
0: dating Britt Baker DMD. I will take the Gentile.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean
1: Maxwell? (laughs) You're taking MJF
2: no,
0: is, isn't that the Jewish boy?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: he's the Jewish the... one. No, I'll take the
3: you... I'll take the second guy. No, you oh, taking
1: oh,
3: that yeah, I, I need to get the mass or read my Bible.
1: Uh <sighs> I was so confused. <laughs> I'll take uh I'll take MJF too.
3: All right. Folks, thank you for joining us here on the Bosch File <laughs> Driver Podcast. <laughs>
1: I hope you
3: made it through that. You know how many people
1: we just got to listen to this shit? (laughs) Nobody. nobody, Anybody who's
3: ever listened to AEW is like, these guys don't know shit. Uh, So, you're right, I don't. Your company sucks. Hey,
0: MJF Uh, from Plainville, John F. Kennedy High School.
3: Nice. (laughs) I I told you
1: from Long Island.
3: No, I know you. I was just looking up exactly where. He was on the Rosie O'Donnell show as a child. Yeah, um, he
1: sang opera or something, didn't he? Shut up. Now,
0: oh, then that's why he was able to sing in the back of the car. Yeah. All right. He's a very talented young man. He's got man. a decent voice. I gotcha.
1: A big but, A-hole to everybody.
3: He's so funny. That's all an act. He's actually a it sweetheart is. It's guy. Funny.
1: Yeah, it's real So funny. You see he clips of him like doing like autograph signings, and he's just a dick to everyone. The
3: funniest one was a girl, a little girl with maybe 10. <laughs> Comes to his booth to like get an autograph and he's like oh god you're a fan because she's wearing like one of his like the scarves that look like the ones that he wears the burberry ones yeah she's like no i can't stand." he was like you're literally wearing my scarf (laughs) it was a gift he's like yeah but you're still wearing it to a signing that i'm doing and she's like (laughs) so just sign it because i paid he's like well that's really aggressive uh (laughs) <laughs> but it's just funny. He just played. Play, he played with her. It was funny. It was just. It was a nice moment. I really can't wait for him to be in the WWE, so I don't have to watch him on the other program. You uh, don't watch him
1: on the other program anyway.
3: I don't watch AEW one iota. Well,
1: now we're going to have to at least start watching some of it. That's why we have Chris. I knew none of the names you said except for Jericho. I know.
3: I know all the names, thanks to Cornette All right. Well, folks, this is the first run. We'll do better in the future. If you like what you hear and our brand of humor and what we do here, please check out the Fumbles Through the End Zone podcast. We are coming up very shortly in about six to eight weeks on episode number 100. Uh, We would love for you guys to join us, uh, take part in those festivities. Uh, There might be a giveaway. Probably not, but there might be. Uh, But No. Anyway. Just come join the podcast, give it a listen, like, subscribe, share. You don't even have to listen to it. Just like it, subscribe, and share it. That's all I ask. But anyway, mm-hmm. thank you for joining us. That's all I got. Boys, anything from you guys?
1: Peace out.
0: <laughs> have a good one, kids. All
3: right. This is the botched pile driver podcast. Have a great week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Found out, better than an air out. Better than an air found out, better than an now